What's happening, financial coaches? It's Pete here. Hope you're doing well. Wanted to take a couple minutes here and talk about some topics that people have been asking me about, answer some questions. And the first one is, how should I do ongoing education? And I want to share with you kind of my philosophy. Whoa, got real close to the camera there. Um, and the way I tended to do it and why I tended to do it this way. Now, the way um, I did ongoing financial education, and I'm not talking about like the formal, the CEUs, the continuing education. If you have certifications, licenses, things like that, you have to have some ongoing continuing education requirements that um, you know have to be approved, have to be authorized for your particular license or certification. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about how do we continuously improve ourselves while we're running a business, while we're coaching people, you know, continually up our own game, continually add to our repertoire and our knowledge base. And one of the things that I did was just institutionalize a financial Friday. You know, you can call it Financial Thursday or whenever you have downtime. But for me, my uh, quietest times in terms of coaching were Monday mornings and Friday afternoons. And so, you know, it was just easy to do it on Financial Fridays and it's alliterative. So that's how I did it. Now, the why I would suggest doing this on a regular basis, and it doesn't have to be elaborate. So I guess I'll talk a little bit about that. It, it, it can just be very cursory, high level. Sometimes it can be really detailed. Sometimes it's just reading an article, watching a video, whatever, attending a webinar. It can be any number of things. And I would actually recommend kind of mixing it up a little bit for yourself. Because the problem with it is that I think a lot of us, especially when you're starting out in this business, you go through certifications, you do a lot of reading, you get five, six books, you you crush through them, you watch a bunch of these videos, you watch a bunch of like my videos, um, hopefully they don't steer you wrong, but you, you take in all this stuff and all of a sudden you feel like you've been fed with a fire hose, you feel like you are bursting with all this information, you get into a coaching session and you're trying to apply everything you know, right? You're just trying to whack-a-mole with everything and it can be overwhelming. Uh, your clients can feel overwhelmed. It can feel very haphazard. And the problem is you, we don't have the experience yet to kind of hold back, to kind of wait for the big moments, to wait for the most important ones. Yes, we could probably take any individual coaching client and apply a myriad of things to them. But the reality is that, you know, we a lot of times we just need focus. They need focus. We need focus. And so what we want to do is be that catalyst for kind of figuring out what is the one thing that might uh, create impact and change and help them really grasp it and run with it. And it takes a little while to kind of uh, whittle that down and to really start seeing all the signals and figuring out, hey, what are the things that I want to tackle first? But um, what ends up happening, and the, and the reason I say set up a financial Friday is the, the problem is that we tend to then stop training, you know, I think, and you go to a symposium or a conference or something like that. And you say, Hey, you know, in June, I'm going to go to this conference. I'm going to attend every session. I'm going to go to 40 sessions. I'm going to get inundated with all the latest and greatest. It's just going to be my week of, of education for myself and improvement. And what you do is you go to these things. And then again, it's kind of, um, repeat of history. You get flooded with all this new stuff, all this new behavioral uh, research and all the new rules and regulations and all the new tools and resources. And you come back and man, you just want to slam every, every client you have with all the information. And you kind of go through these cycles of being really proactive and inactive and stuff like this. And it can just be really hard to filter them and to think of them and to kind of just have them simmer a little while until that tool really becomes a necessity to a particular client, right? You might learn something about, I don't know, uh, home buying, and it might be 
months before you have someone who's working on home buying. So it's just kind of simmering there. But if you go to these conferences, you get inundated with all this stuff. You just you're 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 trying to sift through it all the time. And so instead of just creating these punctuated events where you're getting information and then trying to retain it and trying to sort it out and all this kind of thing, what I suggest is just taking a more bite-sized approach to uh, financial education for yourself. Just kind of take it in over long periods of time, just make a habit out of it so that you know you kind of take it in. You don't necessarily feel like you have to push it on anyone. You're, you can absorb a single solitary topic. You can kind of think about it for a weekend or a week or whatever and um, you know go on to the next thing. And then you know when the time is appropriate to recall that, then you can do that, right? So you can spread them out, right? You can go into a general topic, you can go into um, uh, very specific things if you want. The problem with this is if you go to a conference and it's all about uh, dealing with the financial strains of COVID, now you're inundated in that. And all of a sudden, every problem looks like a nail because all you have is a hammer, right? And so what I don't want is that, um, you know, you, you come back and you're trying to force fit some things that don't feel appropriate. I've just seen it when, you know, I've sent a coach off to a conference and they come back and they're all uh, a flutter about these great new ideas. And then they're trying to figure out a way to apply it to their next um, their next client. And it's really, I've seen it at every conference. I've seen people go to, you know, productivity conferences and they come back and they, they rearrange their whole office and they're like, hey, I want to do this. And when you need something, you need to email me and please put it in my inbox here and all this other stuff. And they, you just want, you're inspired, you know, you're motivated, you're, 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 you're amped up about uh, taking something that you've learned and applying it right away. And a lot of times when I come back from conferences, I'll take my notes and I, then I won't even I won't even try to integrate anything right away. I'll just kind of let it let it simmer. I'll sit on it a little while and really say, hey, you know, all right, now that I'm back in the real world, what is it that seems like it's important? Because when you're there and people are really giving testimonials about great things, uh, everything seems really important. So spread them out, you know, give yourself some time to think on it and dwell on it. And what I would do here is also kind of pick some big buckets of the financial coaching world, the financial world in general, right? And I would think about those as like financial planning, investing, behavioral economics, um, smart shopping, money management, uh, budgeting, those types of things. And I would say, you know, and what I would do is I would just go to a good resource on each of those. So, you know, for uh, me on financial planning, I think it was I think it was Financial Advisor Magazine has an email list, and I would just subscribe to it. And then once a week, they would send out an email with their top articles, you know, their posts. And what I would do is I would just skim through them, and I circle something that I thought, hey, that seems like a topic I really want to read up on. You know, how is uh, you know the the shift to digital financial management affecting you know people's behavior right that seemed maybe seemed like something that was interesting to me so i would just bookmark that for my friday read i'd read through it that was it you know i wasn't going to do any more than that it might be a 10 minute read it might be a 30 minute it might be a 60 minute you know deep dive into something because maybe i see something and i want to go a little deeper into it that's great and then uh for say um smart shopping i might subscribe to clark howard's email newsletter and the nice thing about this was you know, I didn't have to have necessarily an agenda that, you know, this week it's about shopping or this week it's about budgeting. You know, I would just kind of get five or six emails on varied topics and I could just skim the headlines through them and pick what I thought was most interesting for that week. And, and here, if this is the issue that there are maybe two or three or four topics that you really want to read, bookmark them all, you know, spend all Friday if you're so 
so interested. But if you're not, you know, bookmark them all and then save one for the next week too, you know, or if you get really busy, maybe you can't do a financial Friday that week too, you know, so it's not something you have to be beholden to, but it's just nice because then I would have this read later um, list of, of all sorts of topics. And as I'd go through them, you know, they would just help me improve. They give me something to think about. You know, I was just always kind of slowly improving my own knowledge base, you know, and hopefully that was going to make me better. Just give me more ammunition when I go into a client session. And so it wasn't just about, Hey, what conferences, you know, how much are those, you know, uh, how much do those cost? You know, what do I have to budget? And I got to get prepped and I got to clear out that week, you know, and, and, and I still go to conferences and I'm, I'm actually going to one this week, uh, attending virtually. And, and there's lots of good stuff there, but it's very easy to kind of shift our educational needs to these one-off events, to these concentrated moments. Whereas I think in some ways, if you don't do those, and you just continue to feed yourself and your curiosity on a regular basis, that's almost better in my opinion. So, you know, whether you want to do that, subscribe to five, six financial newsletters of different stripes so that you get different takes and different pieces of information. Uh, I think that's what worked for me. Or you could search it out too, you know, um, those, those types of things, listen to podcasts, you know, uh, you know, bookmark some of those, you know, whatever it might be, real estate investing, you know, whatever the buckets are that you want. I think you want to pick them based on kind of the niche you're working on, the type of clients you have, uh, your own personal interests and, you know, kind of the issues and questions that are coming up for you. So hopefully that helps uh, you just, you know, determine how you want to best uh, continue to educate yourself over time. I'll see you later.